everybody, welcome back to Sword Coast, Coast to Coast. This is Cameron, your dungeon master for this grand experiment we call life. I'm here to tell you a little bit about episode 16 of our grand, awesome, great show, part of the Range Touch Network. This is a little bit weird of an episode. Um, you might notice that we have accidentally stepped backward into a campaign and so uh everyone kind of expressed and and uh this this seems correct to me they expressed that uh maybe we'd be done with wizard stuff for a while uh this obalon stuff is you know we're getting our little adventures but this is looking a little bit like a campaign and i agreed so uh the recording session which is our fourth recording session i believe that encompasses the next several episodes this it it will end i don't know what i've decided to call it yet but we we could say the 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 fall of Obalon or something like that, but but it is the third third recording session around these ideas the that start at the Tower of Obalon and uh, they will be done at the end of the recording session that you are about to hear the beginning of. I say all of that to say that at the beginning of the session I said, all right, let's take a few minutes each to j just post some theories, right? You'll notice from the last few episodes, I know some people in the Discord, and I'm sure several listeners have had different theories about who was what, and, you know, is Garago the same as the wizard they saw in the tower, or are these shapeshifters, what are they? They seem to, to do magic, but sometimes they don't do magic. Anyway, there's a lot of fan theories and a lot of party theories that were floating around. So we decided to take a couple minutes each, just say it. We ended up speaking, or not we, the party ended up talking for about half an hour, uh, about just their various theories. So that is episode 16. It's just like, what's going on right now? What do we think is happening? And of course, uh, as a kind of responsive DM, um, while I was listening to that, I was also taking notes to like, you know, change the grand narrative of what it is, because that's fun to do. Um, uh, but that's all to say. So if you are very interested in that, episode 16 is awesome. You're going to hear a lot of different theories, some of which end up being true, some of which don't end up being true. It's great. Um, uh, but if you're not into that, just wait for episode 17. That's when we're going to get right into the adventuring. We're going to get right back on the ocean, all that kind of stuff. They're going to Bogbrook, if you remember from the last episode, where they captured uh, Garago in the, uh, or on Coil Island. So, uh, anyway, it's a great episode. It's very interesting to me. It's going to be very interesting to you if you've been listening. But if you don't want to hear just 30 solid minutes of theory, then episode 17 you can skip right there. I, I won't I won't be angry if you do that, I promise. Episode 17 is awesome. I have it edited. It's ready to go. Um, it is good. It's got one of the best sound effects I've ever put in any of these. Anyway, hope you're enjoying the show so far. I'm certainly enjoying running this campaign. I think everyone's having a good time. It is only getting better and better. I'm going to stop talking, so now you can listen to The Theorizing. I play Tess. Hi, I'm Michael, and I play Silverleaf. Hi, I'm James, and I play Kylie, who would be gawking. Hi, I'm Jordan, and I play Wegg. You're speeding north from Coil Island, headed toward Bogbrook. The Serpent Operations Smuggler's Boat seems to float across the water as you speed your way north. You cannot be sure, but both Cagwin the Damned, the leader of Serpent Operations that you met last time, who lives on Coil Island, and Captain Belinda, the captain of the boat that you took to Coil Island last adventure, seem to be working tricks to speed your way along. 
as you travel over the waves, you all kind of reflect a little bit. This is taking about a day or so, maybe maybe a little bit longer, to travel. Um, and a lot of different things happen kind of in between sessions, you know, to, to pull the curtain back a little bit. There's been a lot of theories going on in our big group chat uh, for, for the players and me. There's been um, a, a journal that was translated. And uh, so, yeah, maybe we can just go around and uh, where, where are we at with the plot? What are all the characters thinking? Um, Silverleaf, you want to you wanna start us off? Sure. Um, so uh, I, or Silverleaf, found a journal as part of his solo adventure. Uh, and it was in the, uh, the Tower of Obalon. Um, and so uh, I had... Cagwin um translate it for us um uh yeah and something's kind of strange happened uh like he i you know he said it was very very old like perhaps a thousand years old um and after he translated it his like face was like sagging slightly um and he had like a cataract that formed in his eye so i think like it, it uh it took something out of him to to like to do this for me um but yeah here's a here's a here's some tidbits uh yeah there's like a lot of fragments and you know sketches and it's like your typical wizard uh wizard journal not like not at all like my journal but like you know your wizard journal uh, but yeah see contact has been established across the scalar void uh making the cubes meet in a line seems to be a problem uh, I can see the full picture now. A vast desert reminds me that reminds me of the Anorak disaster. That's like a big desert in the north of the Forgotten Realms. Um, so yeah, uh, no change of seasons, no figures, no smoke on the horizon, rock formations in the distance. Um, a shriveled creature, another entry. A shriveled creature with elongated features peered into the viewer in this desert world, tattered clothing. Eight creatures today, some wore war clubs, one is clearly the reader, uh, leader. Um, he wears a, uh, a red sash around his belt and a leather vest. Um, red sash attempted to charm me through the portal. I tried to shut the portal. Uh, I asked Brontus to take his hammer to it and the portal appeared simply to absorb the enchantments. Uh, his, let's see. I see my own visage shuddering across, uh, the face of, of, uh, red sash, like implying some, some sort of shape shape-shifting uh two large golems have appeared on the other side of the portal made of wood and rock in the flesh of some fell creature two dwarves are seated in the middle one has perished and the other appears to be at death's door some sort of necromancy or flesh crafting is at work here uh the creatures plan to invade red sash put a hand through the portal we're not standing in front of the portal anymore um it seems to believe we have abandoned the portal uh, it's a gateway. Two more golems have appeared. We've counted three dozen creatures preparing for war. Weary will cross the gateway first, slaughter those who would come into this world, and close it from the other side. We have made our way back home from alien worlds before. This shall be no different. I will write of my experience on our return. Um, but there was no more entries in the journal. Uh, so uh, either they did not or they went somewhere else. Um, but yeah, uh, that's like kind of the base information that we got out of the tower again i, I think that the, the key part here uh is that the journal is like way older than the goings-on of in in uh in easting um it was yeah it was easting uh 
so yeah, I mean, I think it's like it, there seems to be like a shapeshifter. I think like uh, I think Mary, you had some theories about like there were like four of these creatures, and like they each sort of corresponded to. Uh, so um, yeah, that that part I was less sure about because of one some information we got in the journal and two just me missing some stuff earlier in the game um something i think it's worth like noting is that uh one of the entries in the journal mentioned that like as red sash was taking on the visage of this uh wizard like his uh skin grew waxy um so which is weird psychic elf things we've been dealing with recently um and like i think just generally speaking we either obalon and his group of uh adventuring pals are now dead or trapped on the other side of the portal what have you but like the the people we've been dealing with most recently seem like an invading force from what is presumably Dark Sun of uh, some sort. Um, and, like, what I was mentioning in our Discord chat was that I do not know, like, what the scale of this, like, supposed invasion really is. Um, like, the uh, the the journal did not make it clear just how big of a deal this was. So I I was talking about how I don't know if this is like an adventuring party problem or a like nation state problem at this point, um, which I just I think would direct our course of action um, one way or the other. Um, but yeah, like, um, some weird, fucked up, shape-shifting psychic elves from Dark Sun are invading Faerun. Um, seems bad. Yeah, no, it seems bad. Something. Um, what? Sorry. Oh. What were you going to say? Um, one thing had occurred to me is, what if, um, like... So there's definitely a possibility that the the wizard is the shape-shifting elf, right? Possibly yeah, Red so Sash. That's what I was assuming was the case, given that the journal entry mentioned that Red Sash was taking on his visage. And, like, I know when we, when we first got to the Tower of Oblon, um, the... Wizard form... Yeah, well, what I was going to say is, like, um, this was actually something I missed when we were first playing, but Cameron mentioned that the wizard's, like, shape briefly flickered to one of these horrible psychic elves before they jumped out the window. Um, and yeah, I had just not heard that part until I went and re-listened to the episode. <laughs> so, um, I did have a thought of maybe one alternate thing mm -hmm. that the wizard that we fought is still Obalon 
but he is now one of those elf things. Hmm. Because I, I was thinking the the whole thing about like, um, like it, it could have easily been a ruse, but the like, oh, I'm the only one who made it back, like bringing back the others from the other side of the portal. Mm-hmm. I I don't. It made me think like, um, like maybe he got changed when he was on the other side of the portal, but I don't know if. That just struck me as like a strange, um, like a strange conceit. Um, like part of part of what one of the things that would need to be answered if that was the case is why did they why did Obalon not end up like continuing the journal even if it was like deceitful in nature one way or the other well i was thinking like maybe because um like if obolon comes back and he starts making golems like it it is like easily possible that this is not Mm obolon but part of what gave me like this idea was what happened to silverleaf like out of character um like obviously kylie doesn't know this but like that idea of like something from one side of the mirror being transmuted onto the other like how Obalon was talking about in the journal, how he saw his visage reflected back at him. Mm-hmm. And then we know that like when Silverleaf saw his visage reflected back at him, um, the he, he was no longer his own visage, right? I think I... that uh, I, I didn't interpret the journal entry that way as, as like, it being his face reflected back in the same way that Silverleaf's face was reflected back in the mirror shield that the knight, that the suit of armor had. Because mm-hmm. um, it says, I have visual confirmation on Red Sash again. His skin ripples and grows waxy. I see my own visage shuddering across its own, deeply disturbing. Um, yeah, that's because... So he's not... Sorry? So Red Sash was changing its form to be like Obalon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, versus what happened to Silverleaf, which is that Silverleaf saw his own reflection become like mm-hmm. um yeah, okay. know, corrupted or whatever by the shield. Yeah. So those those feel like different kinds of magic. I'm interested in the time differential that this uh the journal seems to set up that if the journal is hundreds if not thousands of years old um and whenever well and that tracks with the timeline set up by um gina uh what was her last name stormhand mm-hmm. uh gina stormhand's family history since they've been tending to this tower for forever that all tracks but the wizard that we talked to said that um if i remember correctly thought that they had only been in the portal for 10 years mm-hmm. um so it's it's uh it's possible that time moves it moves differently um cam what's the name of the dark sun setting athos. Are, yeah athos. athos although yeah just to be clear 
um, there, you have received no confirmation as far as I know that this would be the case. That, that this, this would is be Athens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is just a. This, mm-hmm. this is entirely meta tech. Yeah. Us yeah. Being yeah. For sure. Terrible. I just want to. I want to make sure that that you you know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I know that, and you know that. Mm-hmm. I know that you know that I know that it's called Athens. All right. Don't Rumsfeld. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so either so either so Athis or whatever desert horrible desert psychic elf place this is, uh, either time moves differently there, or um, my other theory is that the shape shifting that they do involves some kind of like psychic brain copy procedure, so that they can uh, you know uh, reasonably pass for the person that they're tr- that they're duplicating and that the like a mental imprint that this evil elf got of Obalon's brain was ch- only 10 years into their internment inside the portal versus hundreds of years which is which have actually passed if that makes sense mm-hmm. my theory is that um I feel like, in general, psychic creatures have, uh, uh, just like a, like a, just like a complete disdain and, like, uh, you know, they look down upon, uh, other creatures which don't have the same sort of, you know, psionic abilities, and that, uh, if this, like, elf thing is, you know, using camouflage, um, then part of that is like reading its victim's brain uh, for information to like keep up the ruse, right? Mm-hmm. And it probably doesn't think about telling us that, like, you know, trying to imitate Obalon, like, thought and speech is like, it's like, oh, well, it's just like what these things, you know, I make these, like, you know, ridiculous mouth sounds, um, and then these things, you know believe the disguise so i I, there was a couple and then there's a couple other things which is like we interrogated one of them we're not sure if it's the same one um but a name was mentioned and that name was garrigo and i don't think that garrigo was one of the four names that the creature masquerading as obalon in the tower mentioned right it was like well i'm obalon and like you know there's brontus the fighter and such and such the cleric and so and so the thief um and so I think, like, there was a party, this thing came through, and in order, like, we stumbled upon its, like, weird golemetry experiments, getting ready to, like, you know, take over the town. Um, what does that word mean? Golemetry? Yeah. Uh, I just, like, it's like necromancy, but... Golems? But for, for golems, yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael okay. made this up. This is not okay. Yeah, well, no, I didn't make it up. It's, like, from, uh, it's from the Iron Council, which is a... Okay. Yeah, build book. Um, gotcha. Like a golden component, but yeah, I, you know, I definitely uh, like that word and use it. Uh, so yeah, my... frequently in your everyday life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, just like just do Comes some telemetry here, bro. Uh, um, I have a... So yeah, that's my theory. Is like, uh, like Garago, like when we interrogated it on the island, it was like, oh, okay, I gotta like tell you the truth. Sort of, and I mentioned Garrigo, but like when it when we were in the tower, it just like was like, oh, I'm 
obviously I'm Obalon, and like you know, here are my companions, and I don't have any idea how time passes differently because like I'm just, you know, this is part of like my nature is to like uh, change shape and like uh, you know, and 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 it's just part of my disguise. So. so it was basically baby talking at us, right? Like just just exactly. saying things to make the the lower life form go away. And yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I have a question for the party, but like also implicit as a question for Cameron. Um, do we think that we should be thinking about if this is like hundreds or thousands of years old, uh, or a thousand years old, like the state of like Faerun at that time? Like in like maybe hunting for clues for like, like going oh that's when Obalon was around, like in a route might be finding more about Obalon when he was hanging out. Hmm. hmm. Silverleaf is is really old. Yeah, and this was also so like could, a you know. question like I don't know like I know like between editions of D and D there's like some like, quote-unquote, like, world-shaking events that are supposed to have happened in Faerun. Mm-hmm. Talking about the spell plague? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talking about the... Bro, bro, bro. Talking about the time of troubles? With, like... Yeah, you're talking about time of troubles? Yeah. About, like, gods it's and magical true. shit, which, like, seems like... I don't know if that's something we should be thinking about and, like, considering. Well, you, let, let, let's do this right now. Uh, uh, give me a uh, intelligence roll. <laughs> Um, seven. Wait, seven. You don't know anything about any of that stuff. No, I. I. Uh, this was this is before you were alive. Yeah. Okay. No. Can I? Can I? Can Silverleaf make a history check? Mm-hmm. But but I mean that not just in a jokey way, James. Oh. But but there are like you know, Kylie knows that like Faerun has been different. Yeah. And and that like this world is different. You don't know enough just culturally about those differences to to know to go and like look for clues if that makes oh, sense, right? Yeah, this like, was more of a like uh, a meta question about like mm-hmm. are like in your Faerun all of that stuff is canonical. The the Faerun 5th edition map is there. Okay, yeah, like so like all the spell like stuff like we're not just using this yeah. map, right? That I guess that's my question. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, the the general big broad history of the Forgotten Realms is true. Okay. Drizzt Doerden is somewhere in this world. Yeah. What year is that? Uh, the current year. Okay, but what's the current? <laughs> I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know off the top of my head what it would be. But it we're using like Adventures League time, basically, right? So, um, you know, it's after the the Storm of Giants or whatever it's called, Storm King's Thunder campaign. Um, Are we going to talk about Judy? We're not going to talk about Judy. We're going to talk about Judy. We're not going to talk about Judy. Wait, I don't even know who Judy is, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wait, why, Mary? Why are you asking? I, I was just asking because the, um, like the, the disaster at Honorok was mentioned, and that happened at a specific time. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so another thing that I apparently missed until literally this conversation started was that the journal is like thousands of years old apparently mm-hmm. um but it says hundreds or a thousand yeah, yeah. um it's fairly old um and like i'm wondering if that would actually be a useful point of reference given that 
that happened somewhat recently in history compared to well i don't know if it happened recently because i don't know what the fucking gear is in forgotten realms apparently all right well let me give you this oriented thing um it looks like tyranny of dragons takes place at 1489 okay all right any more little stuff like this or any more kind of theory crafting uh, before we get on our way to bogbrook oh Oh, wait well (laughs) yes mary never mind no no no, go mary no no no, no, it's okay nope i want to know now mary well okay okay It just made me wonder, like, given that uh, we fucking, like, had, I I did, again, I didn't realize this was literally thousands of years ago until now, Um, but, like, what the fuck happened in all that time, given that the elves are only just now showing up, is what I want to know. It's a good question. Well, it sounded like Jordan was putting forth, like, time dilation, right? Well, Mm -hmm. like... If that is the case, it seems weird given that, uh, like, the the fuckers, like, were communicating in real time across the portal. Like, Obelon. Really into our swear budget here. Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Obelon and Red Sash were, like, mimicking each other it didn't mm-hmm. seem like mm-hmm. when they were yeah. actually interacting across the portal that there was a time dilation that's a great that's a great observation but it could be something that like when the portal is open there's not right well the portal has not we have no reason to believe the portal's closed but also like maybe they did succeed in destroying it because they're powerful adventurers capable of opening a portal but then it got reopened right because Red Sash was like, hey, look, this place looks portal. good. It's green. It's not like gray. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, it's like if, a, if, yeah. if they were able to reopen the portal, like, I I don't know. The, the idea that the adventurers managed to destroy the portal, but then died is weird to me. Yeah, but then got killed by Red Sash, but not before having their minds read and like getting the information about how to construct such a portal. I, I think that if it is Dark Sun, then it's unlikely to have time dilation, right? I don't know. But if it's not Dark Sun, <laughs> and it's a place the camera's made up, then time dilation might still be on the table. This is, this is um, too meta. Just to keep you from going down a, 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 an unfruitful pathway, um, that you you don't need to think about metaphysics is basically what I'm gonna say. So, so like what? like the if then of like the metaphysical structure of the of the world. Um, well, I just mean because if we if we have dates that match up in between Dark Sun and Forgotten Realms, mm-hmm. then we sort of know that there's not time dilation, right? I mean, I think the assumption that between planes, like the time travels in the same. I think that's a I don't think you should assume that. I think these are good big questions for Mary that none of us can reasonably answer right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 
Sorry. Wait, no, it's good. I, they, they, those were good observations based on the data you have in front of you, and they are good questions that are, in fact, meant to be questions right now. So um, they don't have strong, verifiable answers. It's good to have them floating around. You were in the boat. You were headed on your way to Bogbrook. Okay, but one more thing. <laughs> Is there one more thing? Really? No, I know. Good segue. <laughs> yeah, floating around. Sure. And we're on a boat, which floats. I get it. All of these questions are floating around in our mind, just as we are floating around the Sea of Fallen Stars. Yeah, I was happy with the one I did. <laughs> <laughs> by the by, you were not in the Sea of Fallen Stars. You were, in fact, in the Dragon Mere, which is a small ocean. Oh, sorry. Or a small sea, not an ocean. Um, just making me. sure you know where you are in the world. How about all that theory, y'all? I'm going to let you go real quick. Go to rangetouch.com if you want to learn about all the other things that Range Touch produces. Go to the description down below this. If you would like to support us on Patreon, as little as a dollar a month helps out a major amount. If you're listening to this on some sort of podcast platform that you can rate this on, please rate it and rate it the maximum amount. Five stars if it's that. Ten stars if it's that. One hundred stars if it is that. Not one star in any of those. Please. Thank you. You can follow us on twitter.com slash range touch for all kinds of weird polls and information and links and other videos and things like that that we make here at range touch. You can also come and talk about the show on the discord. If you have your own fan theory kind of stuff, or you want to talk about the episodes as they come out, or you just want to talk about the characters. Kylie is an intense part of conversation on the discord. Anyway, I'm going to let you go. We'll see you for next episode. I'm Cameron. You can follow me on Twitter at C Kunzelman, range touch.com. Bye. -bye.